Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we're back another edition of the Water Ball Lake podcast. This time we're going to focus on uh, the tennis ball, not the football. And how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, I am. How are you? You all right? I am spot on, mate. Spot on. So, you know, me and you um, are, are tennis fans. You know, when Wimbledon comes around and the French Open, Roland Garros, that kind of things. Um, Wimbledon starts tomorrow for two weeks. And um, we are recording this on a Sunday night. Going to try and get it out for Monday morning. Um What's your thoughts on it? Firstly, Andy Murray, first round. Um, yeah, I think to be fair, to Andy Murray, it's probably sentiments to him that he's actually fit to play. Obviously, he's had some horrendous injuries over the last few years with his hip. Um, I think apparently a couple of years ago, he barely tied shoelaces without getting, you know, serious pains in his hip. So for him to to come back and, you know, he looked okay. At Queens actually won his first game relatively well. Um, and then, you know, lost to the eventual winner, Matteo Berrettini. So, which is no, that's no shame in that, you know, um, considering, you know, Andy Murray's barely played tennis for, for two years. You know, he's yeah. been playing doubles, um, you know, hasn't really had much of a season this season. So, you know, it's, it's nice to see him just back on the tennis court and look at Wimbledon in front of a crowd. He will be, you know, he, he will do his very, he'll do his utmost to, to get through. Difficult game for him, obviously, because he's got a wild card in the Wimbledon. Um, so that means his draw just isn't great at all. Um, you know, it takes on uh, Basilevsky. Basilevsky, I think. Sorry if there's any tennis fans listening to this. I can't pronounce names. Um, no, I, Georgian, twenty fourth seed, isn't he? So I was literally going to say a Georgian book. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he's a good player. So you know. But, you know, apologies for getting his name wrong. Any Georgian fans who are listening, but you know that's that's it's going to be difficult for him. You know, he's he's going straight into you know a tie against a very good player. Um, so he, like I say, anything I think anything from Murray that if he gets past the first round, a massive, massive um achievement for him. You know, and this is talking about a two-time winner. You know, you know one of the best tennis players in the last few years, but he's been absolutely. You know, obliterated by injuries. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Well, I mean, he's literally gone on as well, and on um, on a press conference, saying hopefully his body holds up. So, I mean, it doesn't particularly hold much 
um, hold much kind of freer really that he's um, to get all the way. I don't think he'll go all the way, but if he gets bad, I'd love to see him win his first round. And this comes from I'm not a huge Andy Murray fan. You know what I mean? I think he's. Um, I think sometimes his temperament and everything, and the fact that he's quite miserable. Um, I've never really been his hugest fan. You know, I prefer someone with a bit more personality. But yeah. I really do hope he do. I really do hope he wins tomorrow. But we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah. No, I think um, if he makes it past um, Basilejvili, however you pronounce it, um, that I think that's going to be good enough for him coming back from injuries with his hip and stuff. To be quite honest, I mean it's going to be a hard game for him regardless. But you know he's going to be on centre court in front of fifty percent capacity. Um, because they're, they're doing that pilot, aren't they, at Wimbledon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, bearing in mind as well, the whole crowd will be behind them. So, mm. you know, if that doesn't get you riled, that doesn't get you, you know, riled up, and, you know, that'll give him an extra sort of 20%, 30% that he'll need to, yeah. to try and get through. So he's he's got everything. It's nice that, you know, like, it's nice that Wimbledon have given him a wild card, and it's also nice that they've put him on centre and they're just having fouled like a court for him, you know what I mean? Because like this was like another Brit against um against Bash Bashalavili or whatever it's called. <laughs> um th- this would be only no court eight, court nine or something, you know what I mean? So it's nice to say that, you know, Wimbledon have given Andy Murray the respect that he deserves and put him on centre. And he will be com- you know, he'll be really, really riled and riled up and ready for it. So um he hopefully gets through the game fit and if he can win then that's fantastic. I totally agree with you, mate. Um, what about uh, Dan Evans going up against Feliciano Lopez? Yeah, again a tough draw, tough draw for Dan. Um, I really like Dan Evans. You know, he's he's had again, he's had his demons. You know, he got um he got banned for cocaine, substance abuse. Um, I think everyone wrote him off after that. Um, you know, and then he came back and he's got himself into the world's. You know, he's in the top. I think he's seeded for this, but I think he's in the world's top twenty-five. Which, to be fair... My 22nd seed for this. Yeah, that's a fantastic achievement for somebody who's literally... He'd have had his his mark wiped off him. Um, Considering, you know, obviously his his substance abuse and everything like that. You know, he's learned his lesson. He's come back. He he always looks good and then looks really, really bad at the same time, if you know what I mean with him. Like, uh, he beat Novak Djokovic in um, one... I think it was the... Some open before the French. You know, I want to say the Madrid Open, but I know that's wrong. Um, it might have been actually the Madrid Open, but he beat. He's one of the only people to beat Novak Djokovic in like the last two years. So, you know, but then he went into the French Open full of you know full of beans. Even though you know he's not the greatest on clay, he went at the French Open. You were thinking, right, he's going to do something. Even he and he got beat in the first round. So right. I don't think the draws helped him really because um, Deliciano Lopez, the women call him, he's he's a very very good player on grass and um, yeah he's getting a bit older now but still a good player you know I think he got into the quarters of Queens got beat up Dennis Shaparov who got into the final so you know that's um, you know that's still a, that's a great team for him so a difficult one for Dan but I think these are the games now that Dan Evans if he wants to get any further in his career and wants to get into the later stages of tournaments and later yeah. stages of Grand Slams these are the games he needs to win no, I agree with that. I do, you know, all honesty, you know, I do think he could pull off an upset because an upset playing Feliciano Lopez and beating him would be an upset regardless of the fact that Lopez isn't seeded for this. Um, I, I don't think I would call it a, 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 an upset. I would probably say Dan Evans' favourite. 
Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Lopez beat them. You know, I think it'll go. I think it'll go to you know four sets. Yeah. But it just depends which Dan Evans shows up. Because Lopez, yeah, he's getting a bit older and everything, but if you show up and you're playing to what, 60, 70% of what you can do, yeah. you'll get beat. You know, we will lose, but, you know, I, I do slightly disagree saying it would be an upset because I do expect Evans to win. But, again, at the other end, I wouldn't be completely shocked if he if he loses. You know, yeah. it's just, it depends which, which Dan Evans shows up, really. It can go either way. Mm-hmm. The course could, yeah, way. yeah. I mean, do you, do you not think Lopez has the reputation, though? He has the better reputation. Well, yeah, but he's a lot older, yeah, isn't he? So, it's, um, no, just looking at looking at Feliciano Lopez now, he's he's thirty nine. Yeah. So you know, and Dan Evans is just either just turned thirty or he's thirty one or something like that. So yeah, he's like I say, he's a great, been a great player over the years. But if yeah. you're Dan Evans going into Wimbledon and you you see it for the first time, yes, Lopez has done well at Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's a former quarterfinalist, but his last quarterfinal was in 2011 so that's 10 years ago so he had 10 years on you know adding 10 years onto that he's 39 years of age for me that's a game that Dan Evans should be winning yeah uh, well uh, he's up I think quarter past two tomorrow I think he's on court one Dad, he's on court two, court uh, two tomorrow yeah. so the graveyard of champions two, like yeah. the quarter but court two is one of like it's a really improved court so um it's it's quite a nice court for for, for that there's a lot of fans get into that one you yeah. know so it's not like one of those outside courts where there's like scattering of fans will be a fair few in for him which is good yeah next english player that well british player that i'm going to go on to is uh, liam brody um playing marco senato i can't pronounce his name either Mm. Um, I can't say I know much about Marco Sonato or even Liam Brody for that matter. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Do you know much about um, uh, Liam Brody? I know Liam Brody has got through the, the second round of one one occasion. I remember watching it. And he actually played really, really well. Um, again, I don't particularly know much about his his opponent. It's a, it's Cecchinato, isn't it? The the, Span- uh, the Italian player. Uh, aye. Um, but mm, that one for me again, I'm. I'm not. I mean, this this guy, this guy who Liam Brody's playing, has never got past the first round of Wimbledon. So you know, this is his fourth attempt. Um, so you would think Brody's favourite going into it, but um, Brody's another. He's another one who has flattered to deceive quite a lot. A lot of English, I, I, and I do have this kind of kind of thing with British players. I do think they're spoiled a little bit, which is why I particularly like Dan Evans because Dan Evans has barely had anything, any help from you know from. The LTA, the Lawn Tennis Association, barely had any help from that due to his, you know, wild past and everything. And yeah. has kind of made it himself. Whereas, you know, Brody gets wild card after wild card after wild card and has only reached a second round once. It's kind of a waste of money for me. But um fingers crossed for him. I think he will win that one. Yeah. Um can't see him going any further than that because he'll play Dennis Schwartzman in the um second round of Schwartzman gets past, you know, um past his guy. Um I think he's playing Benoit Pair, which I think Schwarzman should bring very, very comfortably in that one. But, um, yeah, I, I expect Brody to win, but I don't think he'll get any further. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely probably got the best middle name in the entire tournament. Uh, Liam Tartman, isn't it? Uh, Tartman, yeah. Brody. Definitely probably yeah. wins points for having the best middle name. Like, But <laughs> I can't really say it, to be quite honest. I know much about Brody. I mean, he's 27 years old, um, so he does have a lot of tennis years left in him. Um, but he's he's in his prime, I guess. Really, and you know, if he wants to make something and get past the second round, because mm. I think I think the best he's ever done in the tournament's the third round. 
Um, I think he's only got into the second round, to be honest. In um, Wimbledon, uh, but I think in the Aussie Open, I think he got through. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant Wimbledon, sorry, uh, yeah. But um, right. I, I think that's probably the best he's done. Um, mm-hmm. There's also another another lad, I'm not really sure who he is, I, I'm not going to lie about it, Jay Clark. Um, he's playing Igor Gerasimov. Um, looks like he's Belarusian, maybe. You're doing well at these pronunciations, like man. I will say that you're doing really well. I don't know. Like I don't know if I'm right with that one, but uh... um, I would say Garisimov. Garisimov. I that think one. I think Jay Clark is he's an up and comer. You know, only a youngin. Um, I'm fairly sure he's more of a doubles kind of player. Um, but yeah, you know, he he looks exciting. He does yeah. look exciting. Um. Again, at the last Wimbledon, he got round, he got he got into the, into the second round, so um, I'm sure he'll be full of confidence in getting through into the first into the second round anyway. Um, again, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not I don't know a great deal about. Him, I must say, um, I think he played at Queens last year uh, last week, so he got beat. Pardon me, got beat the first round. Um, but he will go up against if he beats Garisimov, who we're calling him. He could play uh, Kachinov, who's the twenty fifth seed. So, oh. but it could lead to a third round against Dan Evans. So that would be interesting if they could both get through their representative um, representative first second round ties. They'll play each other. And we'll have a, a British player into the second week, yeah. which would be nice. Well, fingers <laughs> crossed. I mean, it looks like the Seagull Garasimov. It looks like it's his first time at Wimbledon. Mm. So you never know. Like, yeah, he, uh, he might surprise a lot of people. Yeah, what, uh, yeah, but he's twenty eight, so this is his first time at Wimbledon, then uh, he's obviously not done very well <laughs> in any yeah. few, in any um, in any past ones. So yeah, I, I think again, you know, with British British crowd being there, I think Jill enjoy that. He's obviously had experience of getting past the first round of Wimbledon before, so um, he should be okay. Aye, uh, well, well, we'll see. Hopefully, like like you say, we'll get a couple of the British players in in the second week of Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on to um, Jack Draper now against Novak. <laughs> uh, not to rule you out, Jack, if you're listening, but uh, it's, it's not going to be an easy game for him, is it? It's not at all. It's not at all. But, um, I mean, I, do, I, I really do not expect Jack Draper to win. But I think he'll <laughs> give Novak a, a game. You know, I don't I don't expect it to be, you know, a six-love, six-love, six-love thing. You know, I watched a little bit of Queens last week, um, and Jack Draper got through to the quarterfinals. He got beat off Cam Norrie, another Englishman, right. um, and he he played very very well in both of his games. Um, you know, he knocked an Italian out, and I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, but he's he was like a third seed for the tournament, um, and Jack Jack knocked him out, and that was his first ever ATP win. It was Sinner, who was the nineteenth seed. Um, you know, and to be fair to Jack, he, he played um, took that form into the second round and got through. So he got to play Cam Norrie. I mean, Cam Norrie, I'm sure we'll go on. Remember, Cam Norrie's in, on absolute fire at the moment in uh, in the ATP this year. Um, and yeah, it was a good game, but you know, Cam probably deservedly got, 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 through, got through and he got through the final. So Jack will take a lot of confidence in all that. Literally, he'll literally, he's got the freedom of having absolutely nothing to lose in front of an English crowd who will be right behind him. So it'll be a chance to like make a, make a name for himself in a huge way. It'll be the probably the biggest shot ever in Wimbledon. Yeah. But um, like I say, I mean, I can't see him winning, but I don't think he'll lie down and get his belly tickled. Really don't. 
Uh, it's going to be a difficult game for him, especially when Novak's just came off a, a hard win, actually, in the um, Australian Open in the final. I mean, he, he, he kind of, like, I felt like he was losing it a little bit. Like, I remember sending you a video a couple of weeks ago of him absolutely kicking off. Um, yeah. But, you know, Jack Drake was 19 years old. He's got his entire career ahead of him. Um, I just think maybe Novak's going to be a bit too much for him, like, bless him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't expect for one second that Jack will win. But, yeah. I, again, I don't think he will um, lie down and get his belly tickled. Yeah. So, um. I think it'll be. I think it'll, like I said, I think it'll be straight sets, but I don't think it'll be one of those ones where it'll be you no know, like you know six love six one six two or something like that. Yeah. Um, and if he can get a set, then that's that's a, that'll be massive for him going forward. Yeah. Um, to be honest, it'll probably be huge for him going forward anyway. You know, first Wimbledon had a really good Queens, so um, he's definitely one to look out for in the future. I think he's like the the next big thing from what they're saying. Um, he's like the next big thing in um, British tennis, so best of luck to him in his future career. Definitely. I mean, I'm gonna go on to who you pick to win, who you think's gonna have a good tournament, but uh, oh. some breaking news for you as well, mate. Joanna Conter's out of Wimbledon. Oh, is she? All right, Test what's, what's, what's happening uh, there? Being identified as close contact of COVID nineteen positive uh, and required yeah. to self isolate. So she. I mean, out. I think that'll be that'll not be the last we see of that. Um, no, I know one of the doubles players was out, um, has been ruled out for it, and I don't think that's the last we'll see of, of of that this year, especially with obviously the cases are, you know, we're going to talk about COVID till the cows come on, but you know, especially with the cases going, uh, going up in in this country, you know, so hopefully, you know, um. We can get we can get through COVID without a huge thing, but yeah, that's a shame for Jo because she was she's won, um, she won a, uh, the Nottingham Open a couple of weeks ago and, and looked quite good. So that's a little bit um, a little bit of a shame for her. Um, just very quickly, Gary, because um, just while we're on the British ones, we have forgotten about Cam Norrie. Um, and I really do think we should talk about Cam Norrie because he's on fire uh, at the minute in um, in the ATP. He's the third. Highest, he's got the third highest win ratio in the ATP. There's only Novak Djokovic, and um, I think it's either Medvedev. I think it's Medvedev, who's got more wins than him this year. So that really needs highlighting. So this is a guy who got in the final of Queens, who's not great on grass, but he's got a nice little draw. Um, he could play Federer in the fourth round, but you know, bar that, he's got a nice little draw to get through. He's playing um, Luka Puel tomorrow, and then. Um, possibly a qualifier in the next round, and then um, possibly Roger Federer. So, Isn't he and, and, on and Roger Federer, who's who's injured. So, um, I think a one to look for in this is Cam Nury. Um and he'll want the the British number one status for himself because he's twenty nine, and uh, Dan Evans is twenty four. So there's only five ranking points between them. So um, I'm sure he'll want the British number one spot. I think he'll get it at some point this year because he's he just seems to be on an upward curve at the minute, and I think he'll go quite far in the tournament as well. Yeah. Whether it's Wimbledon or not, I'm not sure, but I do think he's got the capabilities to go quite quite far. Ah, he's high seeded 29, and he, uh, he plays on mm. Tuesday, doesn't he? He does, yeah, uh, yeah, he starts on Tuesday. Uh, I was looking at just all the Monday games there when I uh, going through where. Uh, Oh, that's that's right. statistics. I, I don't think we've forgotten any more Brits. I think that's all the Brits. Yeah, I, I um, think it is as well. I mean, but we'll we'll move on. Uh, who your pick is to win the men's singles, mate? I just can't see beyond Novak. Yeah. Um, I think obviously he's coming into it. Nadal has dropped out with his knee. Um, Federer looks. To be honest, I think Federer's 
on his way out. Um, you know, again, this is a 38-year-old guy who's been immensely fit. Yeah. But his knee has obviously given him... He had to pull out the French with his knee. So, And he also, in the um, event in Halle that he wins nearly every year, he went out in the second round. So yeah. don't think his preparation's that, you know, being that good. Um, Djokovic, obviously, you know, he's he's got to come over the physical and mental kind of stress really of the French Open where he played probably one of the best games of tennis I've ever seen against um, Nadal. It was such a good game uh, for, for both of them. And then to come from two sets down uh, in the final to win 3-2, um, it will take, take a lot out of him. But the guy just seems to get better with age, doesn't he? Like, I could always remember when Federer was getting like 16, 17 Grand Slams and Novak was only on two or three. And now Novak's one behind Federer and Nadal. And I firmly believe Novak will overtake them both uh, by the time his career's over because just how immensely fit he, he keeps himself. And, oh, like I see, right out my mouth there. Yeah, I mean, he's so good. But the thing is with, with Djokovic, he's so good on all four courts, like, like all four surfaces. He, he's great at the Australian... You know, for the Grand Slams, he's great at the US. He's now conquered the French a couple of times now, which is probably his weaker surface. But he knocked Nadal out, who is the best, probably the best player ever on clay, and knocked him out, and then won it. And now at Wimbledon, is probably his better surface. And the way the draws, the way the draws opened up as well for him is, um, you know, he could play um, to Siptas in the semis. Uh, which would be a good game, but I just can't say. I mean, his first, obviously, his first game against Jack Trip was, you know, it's not an easy one, but you, you expect him to win. And any players, probably Kenneth Anderson, who took them all the way at Wimbledon at one point, and that's a dangerous tie. But then, you know, there's nobody in his kind of quarter of the draw where I'm thinking he's going to give him any any trouble. So I'm expecting quite a quite a safe passage until at least the quarters for him, like. Aye. Um, Aye. But he's just, like I say, he's just immense. I know he's heavy favourite and everything like that, and I know that's like kind of, you know, I don't particularly want to go for the odds on the favourite and stuff. But I just can't see anybody else doing it. You know what I mean? Like I'd like to see someone like Zverev finally come out of his shell. You know, it's about time he did something. You know, Berrettini who had a, who did so well at Queens. Um, you know, he could be in for a good tournament, but I think there'll be there'll be also runs. But it is a good chance for someone unknown to go a long way in it, you know, like like a Dan Evans, like a Cam Norrie, to be honest. But we'll, we'll, we'll soon find out, mate. But, uh, yeah, it'll be Novak for me all day long. I think I'd love to see a British player win it. Um, and Novak is obviously the likely choice to actually win it. But I'm going to go outside the box on this one. Well, not outside the box as such because he's a fantastic player, but I've got a real feeling he could do well. And I'm going to go with Daniel Medvedev. Russian, yeah, 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 yeah. It's about his time. I, I remember um, a few years ago we had a little bet of who would get further, and I'm sure you said Sipsitas, and I said Medvedev, and I think the both went out in the third round or something. This was a few years ago now, and now the second and third best in the world. Aye. So it's like you know, um, we yeah, call, we I, called I, it three I, years ago. <laughs> it was about four or five years ago now. Yeah. Listen, you know, I mean, like I say, there's so many good players. I mean, look, Dimitrov, who was good at Wimbledon, he's 18th seed. You know, he could possibly do something. I just, 
I just can't see anyone getting. I just can't see anyone getting any further than Novak. Whoever beats Novak would be my favorite to win the tournament, to be honest. Oh. And then, but then seeing that on the other side of it, if Novak gets knocked out of his body, you know, gives up and him forbid he gets an injury or something like that, then this tournament is wide open, you know, and it's probably a chance for someone to get the first major, um, which is probably what we need really, because you know these three and four, if you include Andy Murray, have completely. You know, dominated men's tennis for you know best part of fifteen years now, and it's about time the young lads started to stood up a little bit more because these great players, probably the three and four best, if you include Andy, uh, the four bet four uh, will will go down as one of the four best ever players. Um, but the time is now coming. Their time is now coming to an end. You know, not so much Novak. Um, you know, because he's only, I don't know, he's 33, 34, sorry. So he's still relatively young, but obviously Rogers' knees are giving him jip. Obviously, Rafa Nadal's knees do give him jip anyway. Um, so it's now time for one of these young lads to step up, I think. So, yeah, I, I think Medvedev will have a good tournament. But again, I, I just can't say beyond Novak for the men's. As long as Medvedev makes it past the third round, because that's that's his best position with Wimbledon. Like I think yeah, that's yeah. probably success. But given how well he played in the Aussie Open and played in the French mm. Open, like I, I really do think he has a chance, definitely, to make it to at least the semis. Um, yeah, he's definitely coming into form, and he's in the right side of the draw to do that. Uh, um, but I mean, if he gets to the final, wins it, he's he's world number one, isn't he? So. I don't yeah. think he'll be world number one. No, I don't think he's. He'll have that many ranking points, will he? No, I, th- I think I think one. he will be. You know, maybe. Will not, he? Oh, I think he will be. Is that because Novak doesn't play that many tournaments now. Well, he's an old. He's getting old, Novak, isn't he? Um, yeah, no, it I'm, might I'm be. It sure. might, yeah, but if he does do that, then that'd be great for him. But yeah. he's he's definitely for the last couple of years has certainly come out of the pack to yeah. be a very very good and a world class tennis player. So his time will come. Yeah. I think he will win a major. His time will come, but I mean, I he, he might be up against uh, he might be up against Federer and Kilik at any point in his and his side of the draw, which isn't going to be yeah. easy games. Like uh, no, but if you want to win a world, if you want to win these Grand Slams, you've got to beat these players. So um, you know, his time definitely will come. Whether it's this tournament, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, going to go outside the box a little bit and go with Medvedev for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm. I'm Totally, totally with you on that one. V, my little surprise package will be. I'm gonna say Dan Evans for my little surprise package. Oh. As in, I think he'll get to the second week. Um, even little surprise package, and I fully expect Cam Norrie to have a good tournament as well. So I think the Brits will have a half decent tournament. But if we can get, say, I think a success for for the Brits, if they can get two or three into the the second round, and then. Your two of them into the third round, and if they can get your people into the second week, that'd be fantastic. You know, yeah. that'd be great. So, um, obviously, because we haven't got that Andy Murray in the top four anymore, you know, so it'll be um, it'll be great. But I'm sure, um, I'm sure that they'll all be up for it, and they'll all uh, look forward to it. Uh, and Dominic Thames out, isn't he? He's there fifth yeah, round, he's, he's out, isn't yeah. he? So, uh, I mean. There, the Greek lad, Tsipsdas, oh, I can't even pronounce his name actually, Tsipsdas. He may might do well, he's just got to keep his focus, to be fair. Like, yeah. sometimes Again, he he's, only, he's and... only a kid as well, isn't he? So, um, another one whose time will come, you know, and he was very, very unlucky in the French. Um, He just, you know, as soon as Novak started coming back, he lost his way, which 
to be fair, you know, <laughs> 22-year-old in the French Open against the world's best player, sometimes that happens and Novak just gone into his head a little bit and that's what happens, isn't it? <laughs> uh-huh, true, true. I mean, we'll um we'll, we'll move on to the women, uh, the women's mm. side of things. Um, Quite a few British tennis players to cover in the women's side of things. Might be quite hard to go through that. Um, obviously yeah. the big news is Conta's out. Um, so interesting for her. I mean, she, her Heather Watson probably is our best British players. I mean, we've got Heather Watson up against uh Christiane the, the American. Um, I think she'll come through that first round like all right. Yeah, and then then she's got the winner of Sloane Stevens and Petra Kvitova, so that's going to be a fantastic uh, game. That in the first round, that's a that's a proper mouth mouth watering first tie. That I think Heather will get through. Um, you know, Heather's another one who's she's got so much talent and she doesn't particularly use it as well, but she's very good with the crowd behind her. So yeah. and she normally gets through when Wimbledon she normally gets through the second round or something. So that'd be nice for her. I will, I will say as well, I really wish Katie Swan all the best. Um, you know, she's had some horrible injuries. She's a really good tennis player as well. Had some really, really bad injuries with them with a knee, I think. And she was the first woman to get through Wimbledon qualifying for nearly 20 years. So, she starts off, I think she's up tomorrow against Madison Keys, which is a hard game. But again, I think she, she's got the capabilities of doing something with that. So yeah. um bar that there's a lot of you know, a lot of the women have got hard games, you know, Francesca Jones got Coco Goff, which is I think Coco will win that. Um you know, there's uh, Mary Sharan who's got um Caristia, who's not a bad player, uh has got a qualifier, so that could be that could be a win for Britain there. Um, who else have we got here? That's all, isn't it? Because Joanna's out, so yeah, that's yeah. it. So I, mean, I think I think the, on the women's side for the Brits, if they can get one or two into the second round, really, I think yeah. Harriet Dart's playing as well, and she's playing tomorrow. Um, but I can't remember who she's got. I'm looking down on the list, and I can't see her name. <laughs> so if you can see it, mate, that would be brilliant. <laughs> I cannot see it either, mate. Uh-huh. But um, I, I mean, the women, the women's side of things, going to be quite interesting now because yeah. oh, she's got Mertens, so I can't see her beating Mertens. Mertens, I, I mean, the, that that side of things should be very interesting. Obviously, Osaka's out. Um, yeah, helps just out just declared out as well. Um, so that could open up for anyone really. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Serena, forty years old, but she's still an absolute machine. Yeah, um, absolute like so fit. Um, yeah. you know she can keep going for another five six years. It probably is the pace she is. Um, Ashley Barty, world number one, fantastic player. Is she fit though? Nah, I don't think Ashley Barty's fit, but if she is, and you know, I feel quite sorry for Ashley Barty because she obviously she's picked up this injury um, before the French, so she ruled out the French, but she's literally taken half of her coaching staff and half of her, her fitness staff with her, so she hasn't been able to get the, you know, the treatment that she needs, um, and she's literally going on the road for nine months and not going home, which. That's the last thing you want when you pick up a, a a pretty bad injury. She just maybe want to go home, go and see her family for a little bit, but she's not allowed with obviously the quarantine rules in Australia. So um, I do feel really sorry for her. Um, obviously, with Naomi Osaka dropping out, um, I think the whole kind of tennis organisations need to look at this. Um, for me, I think Naomi Osaka should be allowed to do whatever she wants. Um, this goes for any player. 
Um, if she doesn't want to do press conferences, then, you know, don't be finding her and don't be making her do press conferences. That, you know, we've been like, you know, this whole thing of, of COVID and, you know, the um, the uh, lockdowns that we've all had and everyone, you know, we're all like sort of preaching mental health, which is completely right. But then for, you know, for some girl to say, look, she's struggling with her mental health and everything like that, but then finding the 10 grand for winning the game and not wanting to speak to the press for me is a bit shallow. So I think that needs looking at. Um, obviously, Halep, the, the reigning champion, is injured. Um, would have been my pick to win it because I think she's brilliant. But, right. um, you know, obviously she's out. Um, as you said, Serena, she'll be looking at this. will probably be her last chance to win Wimbledon, especially with, you know, doubts on the top one and two and the other top two and the top sorry, the other two of the top three are out. So she'll be looking at it and thinking this is probably my bet, my last chance to win it. Um, I think she'll probably look at this in the US Open as her last major Grand Slam opportunity. And obviously, if she wins, that she goes um, top on her own, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, so that would be great for her. But um, I'm seeing, I'm going for for the women. I'm going out, well, not outside the box because she's the world top, she's the top sixth player in the world. But it's Aliga, and this is, uh, I think she's the Australian Open winner, um, Sophia Kennan. Um, I like how, I really like how, um, kind of fiery she is. I mean, she's always, you know, lambasting herself, lambasting with the coaches and everything. And you can tell that Andy Roddick's had something to do with that. You know what I mean? Like, she is so fired up every game that she goes to. Um, so I can see her doing well. Iga Swiatek, the um, the French Open winner of last year. Um, I think she got beaten in the semi-finals this year. Um, of Maria Sakari, the Greek. Um, so them two are in form. So they'll go, they'll do really well. Um, you know, Mugger Rutha, who, um, as you said, was a Wimbledon champion, so she's got a great chance. Kvitna, a two-time champion. Um, Kerber. Pardon? Mavar Kerber. How do you think she'll get on? I mean, I don't think she's fit at the moment. Anthony um, Kerber. No, yeah. I can't see her in the in the top 20, so she's um, obviously got a lot to... She'll have a hard draw. I think she's seeded 33, I think. Right, yeah, right. So she'll have quite a hard. She'll have to beat a lot of them to come through. Um, so Azarenka, you know, she's a good player. Won, won, won Wimbledon, so she's got a good chance. 25. Um, and and obviously there's there's the, the American sensation Coco Goff, you know, who you know she got the fourth round last time, didn't she? So she's now two years older, probably a better player. You know, she's she's gonna win it. So she's gonna win it eventually. She's yeah. definitely gonna win it. Uh, she's gonna win a lot of major tournaments in her life. Could this be the chance with with the top three being either doubts or out? You know, and um, like I said, I mean, obviously with that news that Joe Connors missing, that's it's a massive shame for Joe because she likes to bring it at Wimbledon. She won the Nottingham Open, so that's that that'll be difficult for her. Um, but this this is wide open. I wouldn't be liking to do, you know, like a double for the men's and the women's singles. I wouldn't like to be a betting man betting on the women's singles at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the men's singles you can pretty much say Novak. Um, barring an injury or, or something sensational happening. But the women's, it's any one of that top 20, 25 can win that. I, I mean, I would have said, personally, um, if she was in it, I would have said Osaka. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's a class player. And like the whole the whole crack with her not wanting to do a press conferences, obviously for her mental health, and she suffers from bad anxiety. I think it was very insensitive of people, like, well, not people, you know, uh, like tennis organisations to look and think, well, that's not really an excuse. It, it's one hundred percent 
It, it's not it needs to look at that. Yeah. It, just, it just needs to look at that. I mean, I can remember a few years, this is a long, a fair few years ago now, but it was um, Heather Watson had got knocked out even in the first or second round, and she wasn't very old. She was only about 21, 22. Yeah. And, you know, the poor girls in the press conference after losing and, you know, got asked a really difficult question and broke down in tears. Now, why do you want, why would you want to see that? If, if you know, if you're a, if you're a viewer, it's difficult, isn't it? And if, if somebody doesn't want to do, you know, like a press conference, hey, I don't want to talk to people after I've lost a game of five aside. Never mind, you know, being in a in a in the world's like you know, one of the world's elite. And you know, again, this is another girl as well who's probably been away from home for a long time, and um, probably hasn't seen her parents. Twenty three years of age, just leave her alone. Let her do what she wants to do. Let her do let her do her talking on the tennis court because she's a damn fine player. So you know, let her do let her do all. I mean, I can remember, I can always remember this with. With Naomi, when Serena and then she won the uh, Austria and uh, the American on the US Open, and Serena had a go at the line judge, and she or the on the umpire, she called the umpire something horrible, and Naomi ended up winning, and the crowd were booing it, and she started crying, and so you can tell she's a fragile kind of girl anyway, and you know she's you know she's on her own, and uh, obviously she'll have like you know a bubble with her and stuff, but. Uh, for me, I think it's just just let her do what she wants to do. Let them all do what they want to do. If they don't want to talk, then, you know, so be it, you know. It's simple as, really. I mean, the last thing you want last thing you want to see is a losing player or whatever having to give a press conference. And yeah. um, I just think it's, I think, as you said, I think it's very insensitive. And I think, you know, if she walked away from tennis now, I wouldn't I wouldn't no, blame her. It'd be fair, you know, mental health yeah. is paramount at the end of the day. And it'll be a shame because she'll go on to be a very, very, you know, one of the one of the world's best and they'll probably win a lot of majors, you know, and yeah. um it's a it's a massive shame really. Yeah. So who's your pick for the women's then? You said Sophia um, Kennan. Sophia Kennan and be, me um kind of wild cards. I mean, I know Coco Goff's quite well known, but I think Coco Goff will go a long way. I I think she's a power player now. Like she was fifteen years old, she was a very strong and powerful player. Two years on now, obviously developed that game a lot. I, I think she'll do well. My pick for the women's though, again going outside the box. I went with Medvedev for the lads. I'm gonna go for the with the women's. I'm gonna go Alina Svitolina. Uh, like yeah. looking at her form and looking at how she does in Grand Slams. Um, I mean, she reached the quarterfinal in the Australian Open 2018-2019. She reached the quarterfinal in the French 2015, 2017, 2020. Semis in 2019 in Wimbledon, uh, US Open semis 2015. She's never went out in the first round, second round, or third round. She's 25 years old and she's trained by Mark, Mark Ross Bagdatis who was an absolute power player. Oh, yeah, year. I remember him, yeah. Like, I really yeah. think she's got a really good chance to win. Um the Wimbledon women's tournament, but I don't know what her running is. Um, I just I, I like her. I think she's a really good Not player, sure. and she's very very focused on being a good player. And I uh, her fiance is Gael Monfils, so she'll be mm-hmm. learning stuff from him as well. I mean, I will I will see you seeing going outside the box. You've picked the fifth seed in the women's um tournament, which seeing if you if we're putting say we're saying Barty's not fit, yeah. and so then really she's the second seed. Because she's should be the second highest left. She's now the third highest left. So basically, you're picking the number three in the world going into Wimbledon, and Medvedev, who's number two. I but if you look, <laughs> if seeing you, that's outside the box. <laughs> but if you look at for example, if you take Spitalina, right, and and you look at even Sophia Kennan, right, you look at 
their odds, for example, on Skybet, right? Sophia Kennan mm. to win it is 51 to 1. And I'm sure really? Alina Svitolina is like 30 something to 1. Who's, who's favourite then? The favourite, Serena. Is she? At yeah. what odds? Uh, 7 to 1. Svitolina is 34 so to 1. So that goes to show there. That goes to show. So that's 7 to 1, right? And then she's the favourite. That goes to show how wide open the field is. Because I bet if you go on to. Um, the men's Novak will be odds on favourite. Probably what, uh, 8 to 11 or something? There's no odds there. I mean, is it not? No, nah, I mean, Svitolina and Andrescu, they're 34 to 1, right? Svitolina mm. is rated fifth best in the world. But if you're rated at 34 to 1 to win it, like, the the odds must be really high on Barty and Williams, which they are. She's 7 and 8 to 1, which still mm-hmm. isn't bad odds, to be fair. I um, would lay Ashley Barty straight away because I don't think she's fit. If she is fit and she's firing, then. She's probably the favourite for me to win because she's such a powerful player, um, and a fantastic player. You know, this is like, I mean, I love, I love the story about Ashley Barty because she was a footballer before and then thought, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give up football. And she was a very, very good footballer. Yeah. And then like went to went to tennis, and I, I love that. I think that's class. Being like good at loads of sports, like Gerwin Price in the darts, who was like a very good rugby player. Thought I'm not gonna earn that much money being. A, a rugby player went the darts and now the top player in the world. I think it's fantastic. I love I love stuff like that. Um, so if she is fit, um, yeah, I think I think she'll go far if she is fit. But I just don't think she's fit. It's very very difficult to get a hundred percent match kind of match fit. Being you know you know after giving up a tournament three weeks prior, so it's hard to get like especially if it's someone like a hip. Which you lose quite a lot in in tennis, isn't it? You know, you're using your hips every time. Just quickly looking at Novak as well. He's four to five on, uh, so that goes to show how open the women's side of the draw, the women's draw is. If if favourite's seven to one, uh, so Medvedev's uh, eight to one, Mike. <laughs> Kenan, seriously, Kenan for me, I think at fifty, it was fifty to one. Did you say fifty-four to one? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a half decent bet. You bet on her, bet on her each way. She gets into the final. There you go. You happy? Yeah. No, you win. Aye. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, again, it's great to see. You know, like I said, with with all the things of COVID, nice to see Wimbledon back. Great to see the fans have allowed back. I think they're getting the finals going to be full capacity, so that'll be great for for everybody. You know, fingers crossed. A lot. You know, obviously we've heard with Joe Connor with the COVID. Hopefully, that's the only one. Um, I've got to admit, I can't see it just being the only one, but yeah, um, but hopefully she's thing. fit and healthy, and hopefully you know if she if she's you know hopefully she's having to self isolate just for her safety, and it's not that she's got COVID or anything like that. But hopefully she comes back fit and well, and obviously best of luck to all the Brits who are taking part. You know, hopefully you can do the the country proud. Um, it's a great thing to watch. Enjoy your strawberries and cream. You know, <laughs> look forward to uh, Nick Kyrgios probably you know lambasting somebody, which would be great. I do love to watch um, yeah, Nick Kyrgios though. It, I do love to watch Nick Kyrgios because he just oh, he's an absolute ledge. He just kicks off. <laughs> he's, he? an, he's a he's an absolute ass, but he's he's a ledge all the same way. Right? Uh, and you know what? He's he's a waste of a talent. Though. There's him and the other Australian, and I cannot remember his name for the life of us. Who just wasted talents. Um, and I'll not remember his name. So, um, but it's just complete waste of talents, really. I mean, Kyrgios on his day can be the best player in the world. He can and be. Just doesn't, just doesn't use it all the time. But you know, he's probably made a lot of money out of it. So fair play. Uh, I mean, he, he's like he's like a poster boy for night green, you know. Although isn't he like like it, on the tennis side of things, 
Like, yeah, yeah. Even though he's not really that good of a player, he's just he's just a flashy character, isn't he? Like when uh, I remember him losing the game a while ago and in a press conference, he was like, "I think I'd just rather play video games than play tennis." Yeah, <laughs> but there wasn't. Um, I'm thinking of the other Australian now who was like, kind of said, I'm, "I wasn't bothered, and I'm I'm not bothered about going out because I'm rich or something." I cannot remember his name. Um, and he's like he's meant he's like a really really good player as well. Um, I'm gonna try and find his name. I'm going to have a look for it myself as well, um, see if I can find it. Um, I know what you're on about, I remember. It's not It's not curious, it's like, he's like got black hair. Um, hell, what's his bloody name? Ah, I can't remember who it is, like, I literally can't remember who it is. You might have to edit this bit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's all right. I'm not editing near this one. Don't worry about that. Um, it is what it is, man. It's, we're doing a Sunday night recording. If it sounds crap, it sounds crap. No, no, no. Um, but I, uh, I think Medford Devon's fit Alina for me, and you think uh, Novak and Kennan. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, mean, I don't want uh, uh, Bernard Tomic, by the way, his name Tom. is. <laughs> it took ages to find. Bernard Tomic. Um, yeah, Bernard Tomic. That's the other guy I was thinking of, the Australian guy. Um, yeah, but anyway. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to be, you know, being like, you know, I kind of predict if we're going for the favourite, but I just can't see anyone beating Novak. Oh. The only person who will beat Novak is Novak, whether his body beats him with being, you know, so mentally and physically... Um, you know, kind of tired yeah. after the French, um, and in the women's, it's anybody's, it's anybody's. Um, but just because I quite like what Kennan, I quite like the way Kennan plays and how, how Kennan goes about things. So yeah, we'll go with Kennan and Djokovic. Yeah, she's only twenty-two years old. She's got literally a whole future ahead. Oh, it's yeah, all kicking off in the Portugal the uh, as well. It's kicking off in Portugal, the Belgium so game. She's, yeah, she's a very, very good player. Are uh, you watching the Portugal Belgium game? <laughs> It's like we all I'm just off saying now. it's kicking off, aye. Yeah, yellow card and everybody. Aye, but mate, we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll watch the last 25 minutes, uh, last 15 minutes, sorry, of this uh, Belgium-Portugal game. Not on the podcast, obviously, but uh, <laughs> if you heard any kind of background noise as well, we literally have recorded this on just a Sunday night just to try and get it out before Wimbledon starts tomorrow. So that'll be out on our on our podcast channels tomorrow, probably about about tomorrow afternoon, just before Wimbledon starts. But uh, it's been nice talking uh, tennis for a change with you, Anne. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, a nice change of pace, hasn't it? Definitely. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll be uh, in Lloyd's watching Wimbledon and then potentially an England Euro game maybe next week or the week after. Well, we won't be watching it in, in Lloyd's because they're not showing the match. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, we'll be watching it in the jug. The jug, uh, the big jug. Uh, uh, right, I'm sure we'll follow uh, some tennis there. Other other pubs are available, man. So yeah. you know, but no, definitely. Not many, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, if I'm off work, you're off work, and there's a good game on. Maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll get out in at the pub, have a pint, and maybe we'll do a Instagram live about it. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, uh, it'll be uh, be fun. Alright, but I loads of stuff still to come, mate. But uh, cheers for joining us on this Sunday evening. I know you've got a lot of stuff to do. Um, but I being pleasure, mate. Spot on. Thank you very much. Look anyway. after yourself.
Social Podcast Network.